What it do, what it do, what it do. This is the Wizards Junkies Podcast on the Sports Plus Podcast Network. As always, I'm your host with the most, Brooks. And I have with me my wonderful co-host, Marcel. Marcel, stay with the people, man. What's going on, folks? A lot of things, man. The association has been going crazy this week, man. We got a bunch of trades. We got woes bombs, sham bombs, if that's what you want to call them. Start off with the most important one of all, the most blockbuster trade of the season. Russell Westbrook is now a Laker. Wizards received Montrez Harrell, Kyle Kuzma, KCP, uh, 22nd pick from last night's draft, and a future second round pick in 2024, I believe, in 2028, man. What were your initial thoughts? Um, so I actually think that the Wizards gave up those future second rounds. I That's think right, yeah. Back. Yeah, so we got back the 22, and then the 22 went to Indiana or something like that, and it it all turned into Isaiah Todd at number 31, apparently. Um, man, a lot to a lot to soak up, man. Um, I read that uh, Westbrook and 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 LeBron and AD met at Bron's house a couple of weeks ago and kind of put things in motion. Um, I have a bunch of thoughts, man. I mean, I'm I as 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 up and down of a season that 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 Westbrook had, and he didn't perform great in the playoffs. Um, he was exciting. Uh, he uh, he definitely brought some uh some hype to the season last year, but we all saw his shortcomings, man. I I'm I'm for one, I for one am not upset that he's leaving or that he's being traded. I never thought that he was going to retire a wizard. I I just didn't think he was just going to be here for a year. But, um, you know, once once the offseason started, we saw all these these teams that are championship ready with that glaring need for a star point guard. I mean, it was natural that his name would start floating around there. Um, I I'm happy for him, man. He gets to go home. Um, you know, a part of me is like, well, you, you know, you said in the past you didn't really want to do that super team thing but you know here we are you, you know you requested a trade to the lakers but um i think that we got a good haul back and you know obviously remember this is all this is this all you know essentially got rid of that john wall contract which a lot of people said was the worst contract in not just association but in sports yeah. um, so i mean if you if you look at it man from that aspect with who we got back, now they're saying apparently, I think, you know, somebody was saying that the Wizards are trying to move possibly two of, you know, the players that we got back, uh, Kuzma and and KCP potentially, or or Kuzma and, and Harrell, to Brooklyn for sign and trade for Dinwiddie, who opted out because he wants to get paid. Um, and then there's your point guard next to Bradley Bill. Um, you know, I guess it remains to be seen hey, how how Tommy Shepard is going to continue moving things, but I don't think he's done yet. Uh, we obviously don't have a starting point guard. Um, they got back Aaron Holiday, but Aaron Holiday's not a starter, not yet. Um, got to think that there's something else in the works, man. Um, but I think I really do like the trade. I really do. I think. I want to set aside Kuzma for a second. I think Kuzma 
you know, his first couple years, he showed a lot of promise, but then you immediately trade Ingram and Lonzo and all them and immediately make that team a championship contender where he's now coming off the bench and, you know, playing in the shadows of, of stars. I think that really kind of stunted his, uh, his growth there a little bit. So if he comes here with less, less pressure, I mean, we can see the kid, the, the kid has skill. Um, he's a streaky shooter. Um, he makes some boneheaded plays sometimes, but uh, he kind of reminds me, he has like a little bit of, not a little bit, he has a lot of Jordan Clarkson to his game, I think, you know, mm-hmm. when he's hot. Uh, but when, you know, when he's off, you kind of maybe got to slow him down a little bit. But he's he's still young. Um, I like this prospect. I, I personally hope that we keep him because uh, we need more wings. Um, so KCP can go. I don't really see a spot for Harold. So, you know, I, I like it, though, man. Um, and if this is all to kind of revamp this team to, you know, take another shot with or, or have another shot with Brad being, you know, the number one. Um, they they definitely, you know, as it sits, there's still plenty of um, room to improve. But you got to think the Shepherd's not done yet. Yeah, and I think one because just like you mentioned, the fact that uh, this John Wall contract was, quote unquote, the most toxic in, in all of sports, man. I want to give my kudos to Tommy Shepard because – He's been able to unload these toxic contracts and back-to-back off-seasons. And that's not easy to do um, when they're making that type of money, making, you know, what was it, north of 25 mil a season. So for him to be able to do that two seasons in a row is, is really commendable. Um, to be able to, or to be thinking about getting Spencer Dinwiddie right now, I think definitely will address the, prob- the problem of not having a point guard. And I think that Spencer Dinwiddie and Bradley Bill could actually play together pretty well because they have like a similar skill set as far as, um, you know, being like good off-ball shooters, off-the-bounce shooters, I should say, and being crafty and all that. I think they can form a pretty good backcourt. The question about Spencer Dinwiddie is, is he going to be the same as he was before, before he tore his ACL? So I think, you know, that's the main question right there. And then I thought Kyle Kuzma was going to be a part of a trade for Buddy Hield. And I guess that's not happening anymore. So, you know, however the Lakers, I guess, can get Buddy Hill, that's how they're going to get him. But, um, yeah, I'm, I like this trade as well. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm glad that Russell Westbrook was a part of the franchise or it's a part of this team to break the triple-double record. I'm glad that he, you know, set all these franchise records. He was the first wizard to average a triple-double. You know, that's all great and dandy and how he was able to uh, – really change the culture and change or change his teammates, help Bradley build a lot, you know, learn to be a better leader, learn to be more of an alpha male. I think that's great for uh, just like the long-term prospect of this trade. Um, and media fans are like, we all knew Russell Westbrook wasn't going to be here that long uh, for Tommy Shepard again, to be able to trade him, I guess at the top of his value, despite a bad playoff season and up and down season is, it's, it's, again, it speaks volumes about him as being like a crafty uh, GM. Um, this is this should be interesting though, and I agree with you also about Montrez. I don't think he has a spot on this team, being like a super sub. I mean, it remains to be seen what we do with Gafford. It remains to be seen what we do with TB. But I, and I hope we keep 
Thomas Bryant, and I hope we are able to re-sign him and, you know, he comes back like he was before. Uh, Daniel Gafford is going to be great off the bench or as a starter. I've I've said it a time and time again. I think they're going to be a great front court for years to come. Yeah, man. I mean, the the future is definitely bright with them too. Um, you have to think that Thomas Bryant, um, you know, he's 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 approaching maybe I don't know eight months, eight nine months since he's been out, man. Uh, hopefully, he's been staying in shape and everything. And, um. And ready to come back, and you know, I don't know how you ask him to be better or, or pick up where he left off after an injury like that. But I mean, in today's game, like there's really no time to take any steps back. So hopefully he has that mentality. And on top of that, like you gotta you gotta think that his starting job is <laughs> in jeopardy. Um, so hopefully that you know makes him work. However, I gotta get used to saying this. However, Coach Unseld. Uh, wants to do that backcourt, you know, whether Rui's going to start at the three or the four. Um, and if he's at the three, do you start Gafford next to Bryant? And is that a log jam? I mean, Bryant stretches a little bit. Gafford absolutely does not. Um, you know, you gotta, I, I, I would think that uh, Len and Lopez are gone, although I would like to keep Lopez around. Um, but I, I think that there's plenty of ways to, to get this done. Plenty of moves that they can make and kind of shuffle the lineup. Um, remember, I said, I think it was last episode about what if what if they move Brad to the one? Um, I mean, it's definitely with no point guard on a roster, no starting point guard on a roster right now. As They've opened that door potentially, maybe. Who knows? Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, it's going to look different next year. That's for sure. For for a whole lot sure, and I think and the other point too, um, I want to make about Kyle Kuzma, the guy went from averaging eighteen point seven points a game in twenty eighteen twenty nineteen to twelve, basically twelve point eight and twelve point nine in back to back seasons uh, when they won a championship, and of course from this last season, uh, he's a power forward, so that addresses another need for us for the Wizards. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm even more excited, man, because we we were we were kind of hot and cold about Tommy Shepard last year and and coming into this season as well. But and I don't want to keep giving him more kudos and all these uh, positive positive uh, ratings, I guess. But you know he's he's been pretty impressive so far. I think any chatter about quote unquote you know trading for him for trading him for like Masai Yuri Yuri was kind of a uh, premature maybe. Um, he's he's doing a pretty good job, guys. I think we should give him more of a chance. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, on top of that, he's 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 trying to undo twenty years of bad GMing. So like, it's not yep. gonna happen in the first couple seasons. Of course, yeah. He, I mean, he finally gets to do his own. I mean, he's he's been able to do his his own draft the past couple seasons. He's got finally got his own franchise, guys. Finally got his own coach. So it's 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 good. He's doing a good job, guy. Guys, um, Marcel, man. Moving forward, we saw earlier. We saw earlier yesterday after the uh, the Russ, Russell Westbrook trade rumors were coming about that Bradley Beal confirmed to other sources that he wanted to stay with the Wizards. Uh, we were we were 
on Twitter talking about, you know, Bradley Bill was kind of being flaky and, and kind of just being iffy with the Wizards. And now it seems like he's made he's making a commitment to stay with the Wizards, at least for this season. Um, is this an, Do you think these moves impress him? Do you think it's going to make him stay and sign that extension? Or what do you think in that? I don't know, man. I'm uh, I'm kind of looking at Brad with the side eye right now because uh, I think I definitely think where there's smoke, there's fire. Um, these rumors started from somewhere. Um, it could be just you know somebody just wanted to put that out there who has no connection to Brad whatsoever, or it could be that you know somebody from his camp started you know making some whispers. Um, do I think these moves impress him? I mean, if I were him, I would. I don't know. If I were him, I would say no. Um, but at the same time, like, I would think that Shepard is telling him, like, you know, Brad, we're, you know, we're making moves to, so we can eventually, sooner rather than later, replace Russ with or, or just bring somebody else of all-star caliber to put next to you. Um, but as it sits right now, I would, I would say no. I mean, it doesn't impress me if I'm Brad because it's not a playoff team. Um, I don't think um, we're, we're, we're missing, we're missing something. Um, it, it's complicated, man. Cause uh, you know, if he is going to ask to be moved at, at some point, or if he's not going to, you know, if he's going to run out this contract or, you know, whenever that ends, um, I don't think that they put necessarily, I don't think, I don't think they have a better shot than they did last year with signing Russ. Um, because, you know, with Russ coming in, we A, we didn't know he was hurt. So when that trade was made for Wall, you're thinking, oh, we're getting we're getting a superstar to put next to Brad Bill. This is an automatic playoff team. Little did we know that there was going to be some severe struggles the first, you know, half of the season or whatever. But on paper, it looked great. This team on paper, I, I, it doesn't scream playoff team to me. Um, this is why I just noticed something else is in the works. So with Brad, I guess as active as he is on Twitter or whatever, with him kind of being quiet about the moves that this specific team, his specific team is making, it just it just makes me believe that there's something else coming. There's something else going, you know, happening, uh, something on the horizon. Um, I don't know who or what it is. The only name I keep hearing floating around is Dinwiddie. Um, but you know, is 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 Dinwiddie coming off that ACL next to Brad and, you know, the rest of his roster we have? Is that a playoff team? Maybe. I think, you know, that's probably a, maybe a 45-win team, maybe, you know, 7th or 8th seed again. I, I don't know. I, I guess I'm playing, you know, pessimist most, you know, most of the time for the most part. But I, I think there's got to be something else done. Um, if we want to, you know, this is obviously not a rebuild. This is, this is them just retooling to contend again. Um, you know, whatever level of contention this is going to end up being remains to be seen. But they are not throwing in the white flag. They're not rebuilding. It's just a retooling. Um, yeah. It's still they still got a ways to go. I don't know. Maybe again, maybe you you flip uh, Trez and Kyle Kuzma or Trez and KCP for Ben Simmons. And then you throw a couple of picks in to get Spencer and Dinwiddie. I don't know. And I know that's a trade that you were looking forward to, to seeing. 
with Ben Simmons being on the trade market, getting Ben Simmons, you add in Spencer Dinwiddie. I mean, that's basically really two and a half ball dominant guys, but then you're able to improve your defense with Ben Simmons, your playmaking with Ben Simmons. Uh, Spencer Dinwiddie won't have too much. Say it again. Did you see what Philly was asking for Ben Simmons? <laughs> no, nah, what, what were they asking? Man, they with Golden State, they wanted Wiseman. I think they wanted Wiseman, Wiggins, and like three first rounders. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so, yeah, Whoa. So with Westbrook gone, that there's no way the Wizards get that done. No, nah, yeah, definitely no way. But I don't know. In a perfect world, though, if, if, uh, geez, they said, well, Andrew Wiggins. Andrew Wiggins, oh, that's a that's a that's a pill I'm willing to take. With James Wiseman, just in the second year, no, nah, you can't do that yet. And then why would the 76ers even want Wiseman when they have Joel and B? That doesn't make any sense. Right. Anyway, um, okay, so I guess scratch that Ben Simmons thought then, but yeah, getting a Spencer Dinwiddie and getting at least a third, a, a second All Star, I guess, is probably the most preferred situation i think for the wizards and, and tommy shepherd um but yeah this isn't a scarier team than it was last year but i do think it's going to be younger i do think it'll be a team more willing to i guess i mean they'll probably play at the same pace as they did last year just going up and down like they were but yeah the the main solution or the main question is who do you get at the point guard spot right now because yeah brad bill is probably capable of playing a little bit of one but i don't think i want him to be the one the whole game like playing my spurts i guess let him do the pick and roll sometimes let him you know initiate but he, sh- he shouldn't be playing the one the whole game so fingers crossed on that spencer dinwiddie situation um if it's if i mean if it's 45 wins that's be- you're basically just running it back but yep. you're putting out your possibly your best player possibly your most important player and just saying hey we'll take anybody out there and we'll run it back. So in that situation, no, I wouldn't be impressed and I wouldn't want to sign another contract extension. But then you see what happened with Giannis and the fact that Giannis was willing to be patient and win a championship for a city, even though going to super team would have been easier. Um, you know, we have, again, we have a lot more competent of a GM than Ernie had. I believe that GM had, in Milwaukee right now is John Hurst or something like that, and he was super aggressive. So, again, the offseason isn't over. Free agency starts next week. You never know what could happen. I agree, man. Um, and somebody we haven't mentioned, Bertans, apparently his name is floating around there on the trade block, which I'm 100% okay with. Um, after just one bad, after one bad season, though? Dude, I, I've seen enough, man. Honestly, I mean, I listen. If he doesn't get traded, then then okay. I'd like to see him coached up by a real coach, an actual NBA caliber coach in in Unsell Junior. But dude, you know, I'm not even thinking about what he does. I'm thinking about what he doesn't, and the things that he doesn't do. That list is just too long for me. Mm. Uh, it, it he he just he doesn't. He's just on defense. He's not there. Like he'll. He'll make a play occasionally, like maybe one in every eight or nine games. He'll get a block or something or take a charge or some, something like that. But for the most part, he is just somebody to just throw the ball and he'll, he doesn't care where he's spotting up from. He's going to take the shot. Yeah. Um, 
I, I'm just, you know, I'm looking for more complete players, man. We, you could find shooters. I mean, listen, the kid that we just drafted, apparently. Um, yeah, Corey Kispert. Yeah, he's a nice, he's a good. He's got a clip for sure. Yeah, I mean, I had to, I had to watch the highlights, man. You know, I don't really watch college ball like that. So when they drafted, I'm like, I don't really know who this kid is. But, but what I saw, I was pretty impressed with. And what I love is that not only was he a former teammate of Ruiz, but he's a he's a four year college player. So he's coming in at what 21, 22 years old, four years of college basketball. Like he should be ready to contribute immediately. Um, and if he could, if he could be a better three-point shooter than Davis. I'm not asking him to hit six or seven a game, but percentage-wise, if you're if you're shooting a better percentage, but then at the same time you're doing more things on the court, then to me you've automatically you're you're automatically bringing more to the table than Bertans does. Um, so I mean, just my opinion. I, I I'm not going to shed a tear if he's gone, um, but yeah, there's obviously I, I keep saying this. There's obviously some more stuff going on. You talk about free agencies around the corner. Um, I think that we've gained almost nine million in in um, in cap space after uh, trading away Russ, uh, which helps because you know we are up there. <laughs> right. Uh, so yeah, man. Um, I'm looking at it right now. Dinwiddie's name is littered all over the Wizards, man. Apparently, he actually wants to come here. Oh, that's what I, that's what I like to hear for sure. And as far as Davies goes, man, I think, again, yeah, the guy had the most green light I've ever, I've ever seen before, and he was taking whatever, literally whatever the hell he wanted to take. I think the th- the the tall task what Unsell has is making sure that he can free up Davies, and then you know if you have two shooters on the floor with Brad Bill and, and Davies and Corey Kispert, I think that could help definitely, and maybe even boost up his trade value and. Maybe they can do a midseason trade, but right now, I don't think his stock is high enough to want to trade him, which is why, again, I'd be cool with Trez and KCP getting traded. I, I honestly wish that the Lakers were willing to give up Taylor Horn, Horn Tucker over KCP, and the fact and and the strange that KCP even got traded because that's LeBron's boy, and he's been a Laker forever, not well, not forever, but. You know, for a good little while, and like again, that's his man's. So for LeBron to be willing to trade him, I guess, and not Danny Green, feels kind of weird. But um, and and this is a perfect segue anyway with the draft being able to get a uh, Corey Kispert. I know you said you didn't really watch a whole lot, but you know, was it a good pickup or, you know, what what are you thinking about that one? I mean, yeah, man. Uh, <clears throat> according to his, you know, pro comparisons, um. You know, they were saying he's uh, Joe Harris-like, which we saw Joe Harris kind of disappear in the playoffs, but that could be just a Joe Harris thing. Obviously, he was one of the better three-point shooters. Um, you know, and his job was just mainly to shoot on Brooklyn. I think Joe Harris is, is, is better than that. But um, if you just give me Joe Harris shooting and, you know, and maybe you're, you're, you're – able to get open, like you, you move without the ball well, you make solid decisions on the court, and then, you know, I'm not even going to ask a rookie to really contribute on defense yet, but, I mean, if there's signs there that, you know, maybe a couple years down the road um, that you could be a decent all on-ball defender, then, yeah, I, I like to pick. Um, 
just watching some of his highlights, man, um, he's got one of the better strokes that I've seen, man. Like that is a that is a perfect form. Um, it looks kind of it's like very pronounced, kind of like Clay Thompson-ish, but and he's very comfortable shooting and pulling up from anywhere. Um, I like how he runs the floor. He can he can put the ball on the ground um, and and drive. He makes decent passes. Um, I really like it after after looking at him. And gotta keep in mind that we picked fifteenth, and we didn't trade down or trade up, I should say. So, you know, at fifteen, you know, and I understand there Kawhi went fifteen. Uh, we're not expecting to get a Kawhi here, but at the same time, you you shouldn't necessarily expect uh, a Zion Williams at 15, if you will, you know, somebody who's going to come in and be your, your face immediately. But I think that we got a very, very good player at 15. And I, th- I feel like they always say this, but they came out and said afterwards that they were considering trading up to take him, but that he was available at 15. You know, it just ended up working out. I feel like they were going to say that for whoever they selected, but um, I really do like it, man. Um, I really do. My only problem is that after trading Russ, you go and draft uh, a forward. And, you know, my my biggest thing this whole time was like, you know, draft at, uh, somebody athletic. Um, they didn't do that. This kid doesn't look that athletic. Um, but after trading Russ, you go and draft a forward, um, a three-point shooting forward. It didn't really strike me as the most immediate need. Obviously, we don't have a starting point guard at that point. Um, so a little bit of a head scratcher there, but, you know, maybe that maybe they just took who they thought was the best available at 15. Um, and then you, they'll just try to plug them in wherever they whatever, wherever they think they can. Yeah. Well, yeah. And that's and that was one of the things that we agreed with, too, was the fact that the Wizards are going to need more uh, athletic wings and guys that can well he Corey Kisper addresses one need and that's three and D because he's he's willing to compete on that end of the floor and you know we were we were just talking about Davis and Davis only being a, a one-dimensional player Corey he isn't like a Kyrie Irving with the ball in his hand or a KD with the ball in his hand but you know he can drive and he can pull up you know pull up um one two and all that so you know he's a, he's a little bit more of a complete player and I think that's the main thing that they're looking forward to right now is getting more complete players that can actually compete and and add valuable minutes right now. I don't think you want a long term project. Um, so can I ask you? you can Can I ask you real quick? I don't mean to interrupt, but do you do you think he's kind of like a less less ball handling kind of like a Gordon Hayward type? Maybe. I feel like. Gordon Hayward is a great, great ceiling, I, th- I think, for him. But the main question is, again, is he get, is he capable of getting kind of like that wiggle on his dribble and his moves like a yeah. Gordon Hayward is right now? Because Gordon Hayward is very crafty when he's healthy. And I think getting Corey Kispert to be like that or being like a ball handler, I think that's a lot to ask for him because I don't know if he's capable of doing that. But I think that's the best comparison that you can get. I would say like a maybe even a Clay Thompson comparison could work out. Uh, maybe a Joe Harris. I mean, if if we could get Corey Kispert to play like Joe Harris when Joe Harris plays against the Wizards, I think that'd be the perfect acquisition right there. 
Joe Harris or Clay Thompson, I think, would be would be perfect because they both compete again on the defensive end, and they're both three and D, like the higher end of, of three and D guys. So I think either one of them would be pretty good. But Gordon Hayward, I think, is like your wildest dream. Yeah, yeah, I may have been stretching there a little bit, but um, I kind of see the similarities just watching his highlights. Um, now, obviously, Gordon, when he first came to the league, he wasn't what he is today um, when he's healthy. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, the kid definitely seems to have upside. So, um, yeah, I, I, if he could turn into Gordon Hayward, like, um, I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah. But the, I mean, and again, the main thing to see for this off season, and, and I've spoken about it time and time again, where he's out there in Japan doing this thing, um, waiting for Denny to recover and hopefully be, um, a little bit more confident, have a better role in his second season. Uh, TB, waiting for that ACL recover. Uh, Dan and Gafford, man, hopefully, he, I mean, he is what he is right now. I think he's going to be a great, like, pick and roll lob threat. You know, get those got those uh, garbage buckets and all that. Um, I'm excited for this team, guys. I don't think it's better than the last season, but, you know, it should be a little more entertaining. I think they'll be better defensively. Maybe we'll have to see what's unsettled as a defensive coach. So he's got a he's he's got a lot to to figure out there, man. Yeah, we're definitely not going to be top eight in offensive, uh, you know, rating. Uh, I don't think, especially letting Russ go, because uh, Russ did put up some numbers, you know, after shooting forty shots a night. But um, it, we are going to be a better defensive team. That that you can stamp that right now. Um, so I'm looking for, I've always said, man, Scott Brooks and Randy Whitman, you, you combine them, you, you know, you do the fusion dance and they become the best coach. They become, a, you know, both sides of the ball. If Unsell can try to, you know, kind of split the middle there, um, and be very, very good defensively, but also still, you know, know how to put the ball in the, in the hoop. Um, then, you know, this is this is where it all starts, man. You know, uh, we've seen it time and time again. Uh, a good coach can do wonders for for a roster that you, you know, had no idea the potential that they had. So um, I'm looking Very forward. To it. I'm, I'm looking forward to it, man. Like you said, it's, it's going to be it's going to be um, it's going to be exciting. It's going to be a different look. Um, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to this offseason and summer league starts, I think, next week. You get to see some of these cats play. Um, I like it, yeah, man. So, next week, a couple weeks, summer league starts. Next week, free agency starts. I guess the main wish list that we have is getting a starting point guard. Could that be Spencer Dinwiddie? Remains to be seen, but I think it's very, 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 very possible. Um, especially with all the rumors saying that Spencer Dinwiddie wants to play here, I believe Bradenville wants him to come here. So, I I think it's uh it's definitely trending towards probably happening. But again, it's the NBA, man. It's, it's nothing is ever guaranteed. So, and you and, and plus, these people move in silence sometimes, man. You look at Kawhi, look at Paul George last or a couple years ago. Look at Russ apparently concocting this trade with with LeBron and AD, um, you know, this should be an interesting offseason, guys. I mean, there's not a whole lot of great free agent targets, but this is definitely pretty good. You never know what Tommy Shepard is up to. So 
gonna have to see what happens, man. Before I let you go, Marcel, you got anything else you want to say? Let me just say real quick, man. I think that this is the last go around for Brad. Like, I feel like this is, you know, to me, at, at make this, or break time. Yeah, it definitely is. Because if I, I'm, I'm definitely going to start thinking that Brad is on some level insane. Um, you know, every year they're throwing a different roster at this dude and hoping that it works. Um, if I'm him, like it's put up or shut up time. Um, I'm I'm requesting a trade based on how this season goes. Uh, or I'm definitely, you know, not going to, you know, if he if he decides he wants to, you know, live out this contract, I think it's good through next season. I think, mm-hmm. uh, then then okay, I, I get that. You know, you sign a contract. Some people are loyal to their contract. You know, this is what I signed up for. I'm gonna I'll see this through, but. If this doesn't work, man, like I'm, I'm not gonna hold anything against him. Like it, it's time, dude. Like you're gonna be, you're gonna be pushing thirty, and you have really nothing to show for it. Like one All NBA selection, um, and that's it. You know, some playoff berths, but you know, some 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 really heartbreaking losses, and and that's really it. Um, I, this has to be it for him. Yeah, this is definitely put up or shut up time for Bradley Bill and the Washington Wizards. If they were to trade him, you got to trade him now. Last night would have been the perfect time to trade him, really, because you'll be able to do that, hit that hard reset, and you, you don't have to go into the off season or the future seasons that with any kind of uh, any kind of bad thoughts. I guess is, is that might not might not be the right word, but you know what I mean. So. Yeah, man. I'd, I'd rather get rid of him now when you actually get, get something instead of letting him walk in free agency. So I guess sign and trade probably is the, is the most most you can ask. We do know one thing. He's not going to the Lakers. Remains to be seen what's, what's going to go on with the, with the Warriors because they won him too, I think. So a lot of remains to be seen type of situations going on here in this podcast. But with that being said, thank you guys for listening to this podcast. We will see you soon. We are out. Bye.